Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hi, this is The Author Show, and I'm your host, Linda Thompson. Before I introduce our guest, just a quick reminder that selected interviews are available in our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the App Store, as well as on TV, on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is The Author Show. Death stinks. Sharing memories helps it stink less. Well, that's from the synopsis of our book, I'll Never Forget You, a children's book by first-time author Vicki Guggenbickler. Vicki's book addresses the difficult subject of death and how we can help the youngsters in our family accept the reality of it. Vicki is here to share more. Vicki, welcome to The Author's Show. Hi, Linda. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. You're welcome. Will you please give us a quick overview of I'll Never Forget You? Well, you gave a very nice synopsis. I'll just tell you, the book is, like it says, about children dealing with death. The age group would be three to eight. And the book starts out with a dog named Willow, who happens to be after my dog that I have living with me. She loses her favorite aunt. And she's very sad. She goes to visit her when she's sick. And her aunt Lindy dies. And I'm going to stop there. You'll have to find out later. (laughs) Absolutely. So I want to know where the idea for your book came from. Well, and it's interesting that your name is Linda. My oldest sister, Linda, died about a year and a half ago, very unexpectedly. And I, of course, was very sad. But I noticed what an impact it had had on my granddaughter, who was turning 10 at the time. And she basically said, Grandma, death stinks. And that got me thinking, you know, my sister who passed away had been an elementary school teacher and she loved children's books. And I'm an artist. So I decided I was just going to start putting some drawings together. And of course, I have the cutest dog in the world. (laughs) And she was my, (laughs) she's a golden doodle and her name is Willow, obviously their main character in the book. And it just kind of came together, but I did the pictures first and then I kind of came up with the language to go with it. And then I let it sit for about a year. And then it was coming around to my sister's, the anniversary of her death. And I thought, I got to get this together. So she would be happy to know that I got it put out on the market. And here we are talking about it today. That's great. So first of all, my condolences for the loss of your sister. But thank uh, you. You mentioned you're an artist. So I think you put the artist first and the author second. So did you do all of the illustrations in this book? Yes, I did. They're beautiful. Thank you. I had some good subject matters. Well, I think you said that the pets were modeled after your own pet. So are they all imaginary or are they all from real people and real animals? Actually, all of the animals, with the exception of one, are real animals. All of them have been either my pets or my friends. And only Mr. Hank, 
who is in the book is fictional and he represents my sister's husband. Did you write I'll Never Forget for a special age group of children? I believe because of the format of it, it's repetitious and it's good for smaller age children. Three to eight is my target audience. Eight might be pushing it a little, maybe too young for them, but I think the illustrations, they would enjoy it and still relate to the subject matter. Some children's books are written in rhyme and some are not. How would you describe your writing style? Mine is not rhyming. Mine is basically every page says the same thing once we get past the first initial, what happens to Willow. They're just kind of repeating the same thing about sharing a memory. So you never really had any interest at all in writing a book until this tragedy happened with your sister. Am I correct? Correct. It never even crossed my mind to write a book. Maybe illustrate, but not to write one. Well, where did you get the idea for your book title? Well, I sound like I have a lot of tragedy in my family, but my brother passed away when I was only 13, another older brother. And every time someone still to this day, 50 years later, says, I remember your brother when blah, 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 it makes my heart just happy that he's been remembered all this time. And that's why I wanted to share for little children that the person has died, but you've got memories that you can talk about forever with your friends or your family. And there's still at least a part of them still with you from those great memories. Have you read your book to children? And if so, how did they react to it? I have not read it to children yet other than my granddaughter. And of course, she's a little bit older, but she said she thought it was good grandma. But then she did say, well, people won't just buy this book unless they need to, will they? <laughs> Which I kind of didn't know how to answer that. Um, I think that, that you should buy the book for kids because there's grandparents, there's aunts and uncles, there's always the unexpected loss. And this book is something to prepare people for. I think that's a good way of looking at it, too. And it isn't just about people. The other th reason I went with the animals, too, is they're easier to draw than people. But also children generally in a normal situation, I think, lose a pet first before they lose maybe a loved one. And I thought that would help them with that initial. So even if they you know, lose their family cat, this would be a good resource for their parents to have on hand, like you said, for them. I've had many cats and I have lost many cats. And the way you start your synopsis with death stinks. I have to uh, totally agree with that because every time I lose a, an animal, it's the same thing. I'll never forget them. They're each different. So I think that maybe your book could help a lot of older people as well. It's interesting that you say that. I have a friend, just when my book came out, she had purchased it. She's an elementary school teacher. And that same week, they had to have their dog put down. And she hadn't read the book yet. And she said, she opened up the book and started reading it. And she texted me and said, I am so happy I had that book this week because it really helped me with the loss of my dog. So... That made me feel like, oh, maybe it's not just children, maybe adults. Absolutely. 
I think that we all need some way putting it down into almost kindergarten language because death is something that's inexplicable. Um, We don't know what it means. We'll never know until we're actually going through it. And by that time, it's too late to share with anybody else. So (laughs) I think that how you're approaching this is probably the best way you could possibly approach it in letting people know that, yeah, it really sucks. But on the other hand, it's just a fact of life. So is there a particular sense of satisfaction when writing for a younger reader? Yes, because as I see, in particular, my older granddaughter, the struggles that she has already had in her young life, I don't expect to make even recoup any of the money I've spent to produce this book. But if I can help one parent or a child feel better about things or maybe understand it a little better, then I feel like I've done something important to help some other little child besides my granddaughter. I have to agree with that wholeheartedly. So what kind of comments have you received from both parents and children about your book? I have received some very nice comments saying that they felt like it would be an excellent tool. This was from a parent to help them with their child who had lost their grandmother I believe it was to COVID and it was unexpected and they hadn't faced it before and they hadn't given it to their child yet, but they had read it and they felt that it was going to be just the way to ease into that fact that death stinks and it's okay to be mad and that it feels rotten, but you can remember grandma and you can tell your aunt about grandma and just share those memories. I agree on that wholeheartedly as well. So if you could compare, I'll never forget you with any other, what would that other book be? I'm at a loss for an answer because I haven't really seen many books that approach death the same way I have. Mine is pretty simple, like I said, but the main theme is there. So I really don't have something I can compare it to. That's fair enough. So will your characters come back in a sequel? Are you writing another book? Well, I have had many of my friends and art enthusiasts say, oh my gosh, you need to write another one. And why don't you write it about this subject? And why don't you write it about this subject? And I think what I probably will do, Willow will, of course, always be the star, but Tabasco, who's my cat and his quite a devil in real life, um, would be a good addition to maybe enhance his character a little. And I think where I want them to go would be another childhood, not tragedy, but another thing that they have to deal with that maybe they need a sort of pamphlet or resource to help them figure out how to handle it, whether it's bullying, although I know there's a lot of books out there. So something on that vein where it would be kind of a, I hate to say it, but a self-help book for young children. I like that idea. And it could be towards divorce or maybe moving a long distance away from friends and relatives or things like that. There's, there's a lot of potential there, particularly with you being the illustrator and the way you started this one with just the pictures and then putting the words around it. So what is 
the primary message, and I'll never forget that you really want your young readers to grasp? Basically, just what the title says, I'll never forget you. Because as I said, I lost my brother at 13. And I'm quite a bit older than that. And there's not probably two days that go by that I don't think of my brother. And I have very few memories because I was much younger than him. But those memories that I have, I always think about the yellow Frisbee we played out in the the front driveway or him taking me to the beach, just me. And he was my older brother. And I thought that was so cool. So all those memories, whether they're few or how important they are, they have sustained me that my brother's still part of me. Absolutely. So Vicki, where can we learn more about you and where can we purchase? I'll never forget you. Well, you can find me on my website. And as you know from my name, I'm going to spell it out. It's Vicki Guggenbickler Creations.com. And that's V I C K I G U G G E N B I C K L E R C R E A T I O N S.com. And on my website, There are links to my social media accounts, which are Instagram and Facebook. And then there's links also to where you can purchase it on major online retailers. We've been talking with Vicki Guggenbilter, the author of I'll Never Forget You. Vicki, thank you for spending time with us today, sharing Willow and your book with us. Uh, You've got a book that's going to be very important to a lot of children. I can just feel it. So When you publish your next book, will you please come back and chat with us again? Linda, I would be so honored. You'd probably be the second person I would call. (laughs) (laughs) I really appreciate you taking the time. It's been a real pleasure speaking with you and getting to know you as well. What an incredible book to help children who are grieving understand the process and how important it is to keep the memories alive of those that we've lost. The illustrations are as beautiful as the message. Well, that was a review I found for Vicki's book. And if this review and today's conversation leaves you wanting more, go to VickiGuggenBlicklerCreations.com and order your copy today. And when you finish reading, don't forget to post a review. And please share this interview with your friends so that they too may become acquainted with their author. And remember, the author show may be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Plus, selected interviews can also be found on major platforms such as Amazon Fire TV, the Roku channel, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and many more. Whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books, theauthorshow.com is a really great place to start. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.